Which verse? Two, one, two. Two, one, two. Sotapyadini Rajendra Sotapyadini Rajendra Realization. 
The ultimate solution to the problem of life is to go back home, back to Godhead. And thus, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita, in order, and thus, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita, 8.16, the mysteries of material existence, birth, death, old age, and disease are removed. The process of going back home, back to Godhead, is to hear about the Supreme Lord and His name, form, attributes, pastimes, paraphernalia, and variegatedness. Foolish people do not know this. They want to hear something about the name, form, etc. of everything temporary. And they do not know how to utilize this propensity of hearing and chanting. <laughs> For the ultimate good. Misguided as they are, they also create some false literatures about the name, form, attributes, etc of the ultimate truth. One should not therefore become a Grihamedi simply to exist for ending others. One should become a real householder in terms of scriptural injunctions. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta Swami translation purport to Canto 1, Chapter 1, Text 2. I'll read the translation again, repetition with repetition. Those persons who are materially engrossed, being blind to the knowledge of ultimate truth, and many subject matters, for hearing in human society, O Emperor, So here is the problem of being too busy, no time, because everybody has so many things to hear about, everything but what they need to hear about. You look in the newspaper, there's so many sections, the political section, the editorials, the business, the sports, life section, TV section, advertisement section. There's no spiritual section. In India they have a few newspapers, they have one column. <laughs> At least they have one column. <laughs> so so Bhakti Siddhartha Sarasri Thakur, he wanted to do some things, and he had a daily newspaper, all spiritual topics. He was so happy when the devotees would go out and distribute. And people were questioning how is it you can have something daily, a spiritual subject matter. His response was the spiritual world is three-fourth Prabhuti. We have much more to discuss about than the material 
which is only ekapada, devotee, one part energy. People are so busy with so many different things, they forget to realize who they are. Forget to realize the ultimate truth. This some householders, in order to benefit their family, are going on boats and trying to migrate to other countries. And some countries who want to protect their families from having to compete, compete with too many people, they don't let them enter into their country. So it's like extended family protection. So this <laughs> national divisions is another form of Vietnamese divisions. Householders gathering together for their own extended interests. It's interesting that during the Vedic time there were countries but there were no borders. I mean there were borders but there was no, anybody could travel, no passports. Marco Polo never had a passport, right? Traveled all over the world. <laughs> Christopher Columbus. Of course, you might end up in some hostile place, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because you didn't have a passport. So now we are so advanced. Now you want to get somewhere, you have so many rituals you have to go through, passports, visas, extensions, permanent residencies and whatnot, green cards, so many things. So, we are now advanced. Vietnamese life has become very well developed. So here Prabhupada is promoting that we need real households. That means how important in Krishna consciousness our household life is. That we need the ideal grihastas who are showing ideal and uh, altruistic household life. So we need to have exemplary householders so that they can show to the rest of society what is the ideal household life. Unfortunately, we need to be householders, but it's an area that can also be much further developed. Prabhupada actually wanted the devotees to be so exemplary that by their good qualities, people would want to adopt Krishna consciousness. This is an area we have not, in any of our ashrams, achieved perfection yet. But <clears throat> that's really what it's about, preaching by example. Lord Chaitanya said, Apani Acharya Dharma Purikishita. If you teach others Krishna consciousness by your own example, so we have nice Krishna conscious uh, grihasas. They can impress so many other people. Some of our successful congregational preachers are giving a seminar in America 
And they were explaining that now many grihastas are expanding their congregation by friendship. They make friends with the new devotees or interested people, invite them over to the house or visit them. When the people see that how nicely they are living in a Krishna conscious environment, how they are grihastas with children, with their family, with jobs and everything, but they are very friendly, they seem very happy. Then this way, when such people who they find very credible, request them to please chant Hare Krishna. It's very hard for them to say no. If you just somebody on the street tells you chant Hare Krishna, you may follow and may not follow. You think, who are these people? But if you have to make a friend with somebody and they ask you to take out Krishna consciousness, then it's very hard to say no. Would you like to please your friends? Right? That's what happens to some of our children. They go to public school, they have so many non-devotee friends. And non-devotee friends, let's go for a party. Right? It's very tempting, hard to say no. One of my <laughs> disciples' children asked me, that my friends asked me to go to parties. You know, isn't it okay if I go? I won't do anything, I'll just sit there. <laughs> That's another part of what we need, you know, to have uh, programs for all of our youth and children that they can feel involved in Krishna consciousness, something, Krishna conscious parties. Recently I was in uh, Malaysia and saw one girl like that who had, had a similar problem and she told me now she's going to Hare Krishna festivals, Rathayatras and Hare Krishna celebrations, and so she feels okay. It's very important, very big task to get our families properly oriented so that their ideal examples, that their children are all interested in Krishna consciousness. find it interesting and challenging. In, uh, Malaysia, they've uh, also imported the, uh, what's it called, the Pandava Sena program from England. The youth in England who had uh, marched and <coughs> created a big uh, demonstration ten, you know, for 10 years during the campaign to save the Manor. And now they're still continuing on as a youth uh, program. So now in Malaysia they started this youth program, Ramadasena, they perform. During every festival they have their dramas and music and different programs that they perform. I saw in South Africa they also, I think this, they're also important in Pandavasya. I think it's a really good idea. Follow the world that becomes our youth banner. Because they have a heritage. It was the youth who 
organized this massive uh, demonstration. At least they were the foot soldiers and really active uh, lieutenants that organized a massive uh, demonstration and helped to save the temple. <coughs> Pandava's soldiers. The link programs uh, for the householder models the real householders. We have to see so many factors in there. How to maintain the temple, that's the householder's duty. How to maintain the hungry people in the world. How to feed the hungry. How to bring up the children to be Krishna conscious. And Prabhupada tells the story about the householder that would, the Vedic time, they didn't have the dough because the whole society was socially oriented. Didn't have a huge administration that has to pay so many social workers. And every year the final money goes to the people that need it. Because every householder would call out if anybody was hungry. If they were hungry, if anyone was hungry, they would always get a meal. The household would have to call out three times, anybody hungry, anybody hungry, anybody hungry. So this one household that was calling out and one fisherman was walking by with his basket. And then he said, you hungry, have you eaten yet? They said, no, I haven't eaten, I'm not far away. Well, come in now, come in. So brought him into his uh, yard and there they had him a back and forth yard. Had him sit down, fed him a nice meal. I said, look, we live so far away, it's getting dark now. Why don't you just stay here overnight? Just keep your basket outside. Your basket, what a stench. <laughs> Dried fish scales and <clears throat> So it was the tropical climate that gave him a, a grass mat. He was lying down. In the middle of the night, said the householder got up and saw that the guest was tossing and turning. He said, what? What's wrong? Can't you get to sleep? He said, no, I'm not able to sleep without my basket. I'm used to the smell. Can't sleep without it near me. So, okay, bring in your basket. Prabhupada, he told that story, because it's just illustrating how the rehasas used to feed other people. But he told that story one time when Shamasundar and Mayapur or somewhere. Yeah, Mayapur. Prophet said, we could just all live here. Because he asked the question, what if the Russians at that time, there was the Soviets, what if they bomb us? What will we do? So we can all come here and live in Mayapur. Little grass huts and chant Japa by the side of the river. And then Shamsundar said, but I cannot live without machines. <laughs> the problem told the story and he said, you're like a fisherman. <laughs> you cannot sleep without smelling a machine. <laughs> Telephone. But now my emperor has so many machines. <laughs> <laughs> but you still make a tent now at the side of the river if you want. Some people may be doing that for this festival. Hacked <laughs> up. So we need this uh, ideal 
so that uh, rehearsals can uh, give therapy. Advaita Gosai, he was the ideal Grihastha and he would regularly give Bhagavatam classes. That was his regular routine. Bhakti Vinod Thakur was a government employee. He organized the Namhata program and he had hundreds and hundreds of Namhatas all over Bengal with different kinds of devotees, publishing books. You know, Prabhupada, he was publishing Back to Godhead as a Grihastha, publishing other books. He was helping, he had a guest room in his house so that anytime any visiting Swami would come to the town, he would offer them a room to stay in their guest house. And his uh, guest had a separate entrance. So they didn't have to interact uh, so much with the family. It was a standard uh, facility. As a grihasti, he was supporting the traveling preachers. So we have many wonderful ideal uh, role models that we could follow from that previous era, and now in his family also have wonderful examples. Some are independent uh, businessmen who are earning money and contributing to Islam. Some are dedicated to uh, working in more as a brahmanas, as pujaris and preachers and temple presidents. We have uh, different examples we're showing. Yeah. Almost like our Vinasur Prabhu is a GBC Grihastha, Guru. Uh, in the future, we want all the Grihastas, they should all be Gurus. Uh, everybody should be a Guru as much as possible. Because uh, that's how the Krishna Conscious Movement will spread. What uh, Nityananda, he had his uh, Chosati Mahanta, 64 Mahantas. Some, they were not all Brahmanas, some were different castes. One was a king, Krishna Hoda. He was also, gave up his uh, kingly duties and was just uh, a Brahman who gave up fully, you know. But he was a uh, preaching and he was also Guru. He's the one who arranged Nityananda Prabhu's marriage. Describes. Uh, Krishna Hora was looking all around and he went to uh, to see Surya Sarakila and he suggested to Surya Sarakila that he had two daughters and he could never find a match for these daughters because they were actually Lakshmi. Liberty and uh, Baruni, the two consorts of Balaram. So they were like super, super uh, ladies and couldn't find it, no, no match for them. So Krishna Hora saw them and he suggested that uh, why don't you have your daughters marry uh, Lord Nityananda? He got upset. What? Nityananda and other dudes? Running around here and there, you know, doing far out things? No way. My good daughters, how can I have them marry such a person? 
shouting all the time, Go run, man! Running here and there, it was too much. And swimming across the Ganges with his clothes on. <laughs> you heard about me tonight. <laughs> My daughters? No. Krishnamar became very offended. If you don't know who Nityananda is, you don't know anything about him, he's the most wonderful person. I'm very sorry to hear these offensive words from a Brahmin and a Vaishnava like you. I'm very disgusted. And he went, he said, you don't know, you committed a big mistake. That night, Srita Sarkila had a dream. Nityananda appeared in his dream and he saw Nityananda turn into Balaram. And he saw his two daughters turn into Revati and Varuni. He saw them married together. Then he woke up and he realized that he made some big mistake. So he called back, sent a messenger and called back Krishna Maharaj. And then he said, okay, I agree. Told them what happens. So then, uh, Krishna Maharaj went to see uh, Nityananda. So, because when Lord Chaitanya took sannyas, he told Nityananda that you should go back to Bengal and become a grihastha. Because it's not good, we should show a good example how grihasthas should preach and for us and renounce, it's not going to be a good example. Nityananda, he was a lifelong Brahmacharya. So then he told Krishna, what you tell me, I have to get married, to see if you can find anyone. We couldn't find anybody for a long time. Nityananda happened to be at uh, Srivas's house uh, in uh, Navadi area, or somewhere he was there in Navadi with his uh, associates. And uh, he was giving darshan class. And Krishna Hora came up and just had something to She told him, you know, we found a match, and there's these two girls, and ladies, and is it all right? No, no, no. Okay. And he continued on with the class. Darshan. It was very casual. Accepted. So Krishna organized all the things for the wedding. And uh, the, uh, that time, Sri Kanta Sankara was living in a village called Saligram, according to the Bhakti Ramakrishna. And Krishna uh, Mora village was. Uh, about six kilometers from Shaligram in the bank. We went to that village once. I went with Paramananda uh, once. That was the last time that he would tell you when you were you got a brand new car and you went driving over these dirt roads and you got stuck in the mud and was something you <laughs> <laughs> But we found this, uh, we found this village in the ashram of uh, Krishna Hora and there was Gorgantine deities and on the bottom of the deity they showed us, it was marked the year 
450 years ago. They're really beautiful leaders. This whole village was a really amazing place. So anyway, that's another story. But <clears throat> these are already historical places about 20 kilometers from my airport. So they went to that village and there they did Abhishek of Nityananda Prabhu. All the Brahmanas came and bathed in the turmeric water and yogurt and everything. And then in the village of Shaligram, all the Brahmanis, all the lady Brahmanas, Vaishnavis, they did an Abhishek of the two girls. And then there was a procession of bringing Nityananda to Shaligram. And there they had the wedding ceremony, which was very opulent, made for by the king. And then um, from there they went to Navadi, you know, so many different places. They went to Shantipur, and they finally ended up in Kordaha. And that's where the Tirana made its house. And that's where Bir Chandra and um, Ganga Goswami appeared. They know there's a very big temple of Radha Shamasundar at Kornam, and a small house where Nityanandapur used to live. And there's a temple to the umbilical cords of Bir Chandra and Ganga Goswami. In case you want to go and see the place, about six kilometers from Tanya. Very beautiful place. Or I can show you the slides of it tonight. Yeah, that's part of the safari right there. Uh, so, there did you learn that he was also showing how to be ideal Grihastan. And his wife, uh, especially Janava Devi, Whenever he was present, then she would be the ideal housewife, and whenever he was out pitching, she would also be, be taking care of all the local congregation. She'd give Bhagavatam classes, she would preach. And when later when Nityananda Prabhu left the world, and she also was giving initiation. She was the head of the Ali Vaishnavas, and for, one, for a period of time, And then the festival of Kateri that Narantam Das organized, it says how um, Janava was respected as the senior devotee present at the place. Anything they did, they would ask her permission. <coughs> so, was she raving? Pardon? She's raving. Raven says it simultaneously Ravati and uh Manchari both somehow. They can do things like that with spiritual bodies, the children bodies. So uh, in this Lord Chitani wanted his um, devotees to demonstrate <coughs> ideal examples. The interesting is like uh, Abhiram Thakur, since he was actually a cowherd boy, 
when he was shaken down by Nityananda uh, Prabhu and later to Abhira, he used to be uh, Sridham. He was trying to cut his Sridham and was a boy, but he was a proper human science. We got shrunk down and he was stayed over in Vrindavan. Uh, and Nityananda, when he was in Vrindavan, he found him there. And he said, Why don't you come and join the Sankirtan Rupam? Kanaya is in Navadvip now starting the Sankirtan Rupam. So it sounds good. You're too big, Nityananda said. You're like Dwarpa Yuga signs. You won't fit in. So he took his hand on the head and shrunk him down to human <laughs> And then uh, it mentions in, uh, that uh, Sridham uh, took a hair from his head and threw it in the river and out appeared a little baby girl which uh, floated down the Jamuna and ended up in Bengal and that later became his cancer because he also was in the which had his own expansion. Interesting. <clears throat> so, what's amazing is how Grihastas, they're actively thinking how to help others how to feed others, how to get them to be Krishna conscious, how to... They're, they're thinking how to help everyone else. In the green ladies, I think how to keep everybody else down. Very interesting. So this is what we need in a Krishna conscious society. Ideal you ask this? Real ashrams. And a lot of active preaching. I was uh, some lady was asking me what they can do for preaching. I have uh, that one lady who uh, was very active in the Namha preaching and she um, told me that um, she was feeling bored sitting at home when all the kids were at school and the husband was uh, at work. She thought this was an opportunity for me to preach. So being that uh, she's an Indian lady, so then she would go to the uh, apartment buildings and look for uh, Indian names in the mailboxes. And then find somebody and go and make friends with them, and then convince uh, the ladies at the house to organize from Namhata house program in their home. And so she go with the lady and visit other locals and Indian families and the kind of Indian that they knew to invite them all to come for the program. And then later go with their husband in the evening and have a house program. They do that. For a few, um, maybe a few weeks or a month or two, until it became established in Amhata. Then she go to another continent and do that for the next one. In this way, she's uh, set up something like uh, 25 Namhatas single-handedly. 
At least did the groundbreaking work and set up the program. And then they later brought the other preachers to the program with her in the evening. And then she migrated to Canada. And now she's in Toronto. And uh, Bhakti Margaret has told me that she's already set up six groups in Canada. Around. You know, she doesn't see buildings anymore, she just sees preaching opportunities. Where to find a place in the Lubanti Riksha and Lubanti. One hour a day, fishing for friends to become devotees. So many wonderful devotees in ISKCON who are doing different programs to, you know, spread Krishna consciousness in new way, unique ways. Padmadasi, Rabbi Shimadasai was telling us how she's studying for a PhD and how she's doing a whole thesis on psychology and environment, analyzing things from the three modes of nature in the Ramakita. This uh, ultimate Krishna conscious purposes was pretty esoteric for me. But uh, it was something very interesting. Right? <laughs> Maybe we should get together with the Rabindasu. We're going to need a lot of PhDs for Mayapur University. <clears throat> now that the Mayapur temple is going in the fast track after we figured out how to reduce the budget to 30, 40 million. Now the university also seems uh, to be very much possible. A lot of support for establishing the university. Some of the big donors are very interested in the university project also. And uh, Prabhupada, I remember this who could tell us something because Prabhupada personally told him to do something for the university. <laughs> So, we'd like to be able to provide lots of uh, employments in the future for Krishna conscious devotees and teachers in Mayapur. Here we have this beautiful farm project and we're over done giving devotees an opportunity to live uh, close to the nature. We met people yesterday in Bible Bay and they were then uh, I told them about our farm here and they said, Oh, where is it? I don't know. I know where Willow is, but I don't know where your farm is. I didn't really know how to say, well it's kind of near Mount Warning. <coughs> I didn't have a car to get to them for the project here, but it seems people that they need to know more about what all the things that we're doing and, and how they can plug into it. There's so many exciting things to hear devotees doing different fields. See here in Australia, you need a place where they have education for devotees. So, at least here we really have these seminars. Different devotees come. This year you have a minister doing this devotional reform seminar. And last year, I think one of the few years ago was. <coughs> Um, it's actually exciting if devotees uh, keep on developing themselves, their skills, their devotion, their abilities. 
the more we can attract new people to participate, to develop also. That's Prabhupada's vision. Krishna consciousness makes such a huge difference in the world. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, 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 Hare major contribution. I think about $12,000 so that this festival could go on very nicely without straining anybody else so much. He's went right through a lot of tests this year with his health and we all put a prayer in to Krishna for his uh, quick recovery and long life in this body so we can get lots of his association it's still a horrible thing here to Krishna Kirtan. He was 12 years older than Lord Chaitanya. So, the Lord Chaitanya is somewhere in the 30s. A couple of years after, I came back right away. Uh, and Lord's time immediately to Jagannath Kurik, and he came back right away. So, I think that must be between 36 and 40. I don't know how long it took him to find them. We couldn't immediately find the match, so then it took a year or two to find the match. We were going to go Before Mantas? Is it quite common? Of course. When you travel around, Bengal, uh, I went to this one ashram, and it was the ashram of Kala Krishnadas who had been Lord Chaitanya's companion in South India, who had to fall down with the Bhattacharyas when he got back to Chakrapuri. Lord Chaitanya didn't accept him anymore in his personal service. Then he was shipped off to Bengal. And there he joined up with Lord Chaitanya, with Lord Nityananda, and so Piercy became one of the Mahathas because in his ashram, and so was his Samadhi and his disciples Samadhi. Sixty-four gurus that Nityananda made. Although there is some question that was actually more more than that. I'll look it up. Yes. The uh, I I. I think that the original reason for it was Prabhupada became so enthusiastic 
when those three Grahasta couples established Krishna consciousness so powerfully in England, and then he, they all came, came to, to India and Prabhupada had a Panadol program. And I heard the tape of the lecture. And he introduced them to everybody and said, these, these three couples, they preached so well. He said, my spiritual master sent sannyasis to London. And they didn't do anything. They were not successful. He said, but I have sent the hostas and it's come out very successful. And then he said, so my spiritual master made sannyasis, but I shall make the hostas. He said. <laughs> and, uh, and then he talked about well, There's a lot more hostas than sannyasis. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, he, he talked about how being a rahasta, there's no, there no impediment to preaching. They can preach as, as well or better than sannyasis. So that was his original enthusiastic reason. I, then um, what seems to have happened is he became somewhat disappointed later on that so many Rahasas were having so many problems with their marriages and so on. That may have been part of the reason for the, the, the switch. And you're doing a kind of a study of the social development of this kind of Yeah, I, I was really curious about, about why it happened because it was so heavy, you know. When, I remember when, when I first joined and they were trying to tell some brahmachari. I was, you know, always following. I was just, I joined married and, and I was like sort of a little detached from the whole dynamic one or the other. I just accepted my position. And, and, but I, I saw some brahmachari there trying to convince to be married and, and he said, uh, he said, I want to see a brahmachari. No, I mean, she has to get married. And he said, well, he, he, he said, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was, was, was a brahmachari all his life. He said, do you think you could be a brahmachari? Like Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur? You know, this is the... <laughs> and then about four or five years later, you know, they, everybody was, was supposed to be a brahmachari all their life. The whole, whole thing had changed. And I heard the same guy trying to get some, talk some brahmachari on being married. He says, I want to do the hostage. They said, no, it's a, you know, the black hole, and you don't come out. And he, he said, but Bucky the No Tonkler was a grass. <laughs> Do you think you can be grass? <laughs> it was quite a change. But another point of interest is that. In Australia, they said before, Dr. said, every one of you should be married. <laughs> so, while in, on one continent, he was looking at the sequence of dots. In Australia, well, Dr. said, no, you should all marry. He said, no, so that's. So, there was never a Sanghastar joining here? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, who wanted to send all the for Australia? No, the all the women. <laughs> <laughs> it's called transportation, there's an old tradition. Oh, good, great. And then, 
That's a statement or a question? It's like comment. Let's uh, say we get this impression from the writers. In the beginning, Chirikovic used to tolerate maybe Korean again. There was one point on was I don't exactly what was the date on the point. clearly made a statement that no, no Korean again accepted this. Yeah, there was some discussion I think in 1972 actually. Sanctioned it at all. But when he began to discuss it, okay, this is in America. And again, it was the beginning of the big sannyasi thing. And Kalpad was being told uh, by his leaders that most of the men are going to be brahmacharis and we're going to have a problem. There's going to be all these unmarried women. What do we do with unmarried women? And then Kalpad's best one started considering polygamy as an alternative. And while he was discussing it, some guys, my impression was jump the gun <laughs> and, uh, and started taking co-wives. And then there was a discussion back and forth between Prabhupada and, and his leaders. I remember my GDC coming to me and said to me, oh, you know, they all have to uh, take uh, second wives. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was going around, you know, maybe this was really going to happen. But, but then, then Prabhupada uh, decided no. And there was some, he, he said strictly forbidden, a letter to Karanda, a letter to, to Rupa Nuga. He said it would create chaos, uh, and people are, uh, um, men are not qualified to do this anymore. It will simply lead to more sex life, and we're against sex life. And also, there was a, a migrating legal problems for various reasons. And so that, that was it, as far as I knew. What about the places where it's legal? Well, that was only one of the, the considerations. Shirpala was also saying you would protect your own type Well, you know, especially it's not like a you know menage a trois or something. You're supposed to have you know a separate house, establishment for each wife. You know, it's not like a harem. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas you know you had to be really wealthy. <laughs> I've seen the Arabs playing with the four wives and they got the stack of passports with all the kids. I mean, it's expensive thing to me. That most of the men are going to remain brahmacharis, otherwise, turn, turned out to be, in the event, not true. It was. <clears throat> Actually, we could, we could have like, like convicts. If, if there was going to be uh, uh, unmarried women and no men for the women, we'd go that route. We could like convicts. What is that? The paradox. But then they ask about this. Well, of course, most of them don't have any brahmacharis. Well, I am actually with problems. Somebody, somebody said that. Oh, your problem. <laughs> 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 Train our uh, men to adapt to the future we have to responsibilities. That, uh, that a traditional brahmacharya setup where, where some of the brahmachari and they they grew up with a very 
good family, a good role model family. You sometimes have some Roman child, but then they go back to their family and get married and things. That, that somehow within our Brahmachari ashrams, is most of them eventually do become Grihastas. Maybe there should be some seminars on Grihasta and proper, you know, something to orient them, the proper sea word in a proper way. Because that's what the Brahmachari is about. Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.